0: Welcome to Ode to Games, my name's Logan Plant, joined today by Zach Ross. How's it going, Zach?
1: I'm pretty good, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah,
0: there was a Nintendo Direct this week, we're gonna get into all that. Also here to talk about it, Kevin Le- Kevin Valine. hello Kevin. How's it going? Good. We've been waiting for a while, I think we all kinda knew September was the time we were gonna get something. They've had a Direct in September, like the last five years, so it was only a matter of time, and it's here, and it's no partner showcase nonsense like 2020 was full of it was a full-size 40-minute direct there's a lot to talk about there we're also going to talk about death loop because one of us on the panel is playing death loop bet you can't guess That's who it is who you'd
1: expect
0: no it's not so we're going to get into yeah. that well
1: you probably guess if you know who has what console probably there's some hints
0: yeah maybe And then we're also going to talk about video game movies based on the casting for a video game movie that was announced earlier today. That is a doozy. We're going to get into all that and a whole lot more. So stick around. Let's get right into the Nintendo Direct. Kicked off the show with Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak Expansion announced for summer of 2022. So this is the Monster Hunter World equivalent of Iceborne for Monster Hunter Rise. It's the big expansion of... Halfway through the life cycle of the game, that adds new monsters, new weapons, a new rank system, and some new locations. So, Zach, this is happening a little earlier than we expected it to.
1: Yeah, since we entered the fandom around World, that's all we really had to go off of. And I think Iceborne came out about a year and nine months after World did, because it came out in September of 2019, and World came out in the beginning of 2018. So that's really what I was going off of. So I was expecting something very similar for Rise, somewhere around holiday 2022. Um, So to see this coming out in summer of 2022 uh, makes me happy because we've really fallen off of this game due to lack of content or lack of difficulty because there really isn't much left for us to do. We've done pretty much all of it, and we breezed through it because of how easy we found it. So hopefully this does revitalize our love of the franchise because... uh, Like I said, we had fallen off a bit. Coming in summer 2022, that's really not that far away, but I don't see us playing much more Rise until then. I hope they do have some... They do have collaboration updates. Nothing that's really brought us back in, but they have had some cool stuff, like some recent Mega Man collaborations, which are pretty cool. There is additions to the game being made, Uh, just nothing on a large scale, like Mm -hmm. they've stopped adding new monsters or stuff like that but you know stuff to keep people going until summer 2022 um, so we've got that to look forward yeah. to. yeah sunbreak is a it's a fantastic name it's it's a really cool name i hope they keep this trend of of just having that awesome little subtitle of just like a made-up word that sounds really cool like iceborne or sunbreak
0: yeah it is i don't think sunbreak's a fake word I know daybreak. daybreak true. is Daybreak a word. is a word. well, ice
1: and born are real words. <laughs> born with an e is more like Jason Bourne. But that's
0: true. Doesn't that have a u it's in it too, really or no? Cool. Does Jason Bourne have a u? B O U R N. I feel like
1: it does. I'm pretty I'm sure, sure. Like a there's a u. A u. Okay. 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 Maybe I have not seen that. Oh, did Jason,
0: oh, Jason Bourne? Bourne? I've never <laughs> seen Jason Bourne.
1: I have not. Do you have a video game
0: I would have thought that Kevin would have seen Jason Bourne. Seems like Kevin movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, I just feel like of the three of us, you would have been the most likely to see Jason Bourne. Because you're a James Bond guy, aren't you a big James Bond guy?
2: Yeah, I do like James Bond.
0: Yeah, and those yeah, feel somewhat J-Z, similar. to James,
2: James Bond, Bond. Yeah, they're you know. like brothers. They're like the same guy, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> JB. Same movies. Justin Bieber is yeah. also in that crowd. Uh, oof, man.
1: <laughs>
2: what is happening right
0: now? I don't know. So, uh, yeah, Sunbreak. <laughs> Sunbreak, we didn't see really any gameplay or anything, just that teaser, but I am excited it's coming in summer. Honestly, I wonder, like... I still wonder what happened with Rise if it had, if it has as much content now as it was even supposed to have at launch because it still feels light just in comparison to what World was cranking out. And part of me thinks that's why this is coming out sooner. It almost seems like they just shifted their focus to the expansion faster than they did with World because they pumped out so much content for Monster Hunter World before moving on to Iceborne. But they abandoned Rise pretty quickly in terms of meaty content updates. So maybe they just like started on the DLC sooner and that's why we saw support end for Rise pretty fast. But I'm excited for this, but more so I'm excited that Monster Hunters basically become annualized at this point and it means that the next like every year and a half you get something, which means that after didn't this be we're
1: in 2020, but everything else we got yeah, something. Yeah.
0: we were supposed to get Rise in 2020 and it didn't happen. Um so the next thing after that is Monster Hunter 6, whatever that's going to be, hopefully Monster Hunter World 2 because we still miss world and monster hunter on a ps5 i think is still more what i'm looking forward to even than this expansion but i do think it will pull us in more because i thought rise was going to be a shoe-in for my game of the year and it was fairly underwhelming compared to what world was we talked about that a lot on this show it was still a great time i we still played it for like 80 plus hours each but it just didn't quite hit the same so i'm excited to see what what this expansion does you did you passed on i put a
1: fair amount of time into that game
0: yeah, it's tough to complain about a game you can put 100 hours into and have a good time it's with. It's weird
1: calling a game content light when you've put over 100 hours <laughs> yeah. into it. That seems like oh, a yeah. comparing it to, what, 500 hours or something? Yeah. 450 yeah. When, yeah. I, when I put into World, in yeah. I, but that was Iceborne included, so that's an unfair comparison because I did not put nearly as much time into World as I did Iceborne.
0: I'm just hoping that What's Sun... It? Oh, go ahead, Kev.
1: What is the comparison
2: of... Uh... Of post-launch updates for world to rise like the free
1: content updates
0: i feel like yeah, they were we like were
1: so tuned out for world for a year
0: but they were adding yeah. stuff they were adding new monsters added, uh, art the tempered monsters uh, the gold guitar, monsters whole thing yeah uh-huh or,
1: yeah that the yeah the arch tempered monsters All the that devil was joe
0: wasn't he added post-launch it in world added. yeah yeah no it's not <laughs> even if we I want it call to him be devil joe <laughs> Yeah, they it was definitely more in World. They added, like, just even new variants. Just more support, more events, it felt like, too. Like, event quests were a big deal in Monster Hunter World. And with Rise, it just just doesn't feel as, as living as World did. And I just hope that this expansion, coupled with whatever the next Monster Hunter is, can kind of return to some of the heights of World. Because I would hate if Zack and I just became Monster Hunter World fans and did not carry on as enormous Monster Hunter fans. Because... World was an experience, and Rise was a good time for a couple of months. Very similar to Animal Crossing. Just absolutely Mm. binged it for a couple months, and we're like, we're out of stuff to do.
1: Well, I am optimistic, because this is, like, it's not a new generation title. It's the middle child that's, like, 5.5. So, of course, it's not going to be as big. So, hopefully, next installment Mm -hmm. should be enough to, to keep us going.
0: And speaking of Animal Crossing, we got news of news. We did not get anything specific, but Animal Love Crossing that, yeah. is getting its own direct in October. Brewster and the Roost are coming. The only that's, teaser that's was...
1: news for me. Man, how did it... I
2: feel like it took so long for oh that to come gosh. out. Like it, besides what? The, uh, we got the paintings, and we got diving. Mm. And yeah. like, holidays. Yeah,
0: seasonal events, yeah. And the big Mario update. But that was just oh, yeah. stuff.
2: Right like that in comparison to even like the diving and stuff i don't think the mario one would bring a lot of people back in yeah it wouldn't last long yeah at the start of this i was just like is this whole thing just to bring back the roost like is that this whole thing (laughs) and they're like oh Uh we've got the the full showcase later i'm like oh thank god okay it's more than just that
0: it's just so weird that... that but it's coming in its second fall. Like if this, the game just turned 18 months old three days ago. This game's been out for a year and a half. If it was like September of I 2020, of those. <laughs> seriously, if it was like September of 2020, and they were like, "Hey, this major update is coming this fall," I'd be like, "Oh, we just waited six months. That seems like the perfect amount of time." But we're talking like Rise to Sunbreak right here. We're talking a year and a half of nothing from this game. Uh, but I was I mean, talking to I was talking to my sister about it, and I was like. Is this going to bring you back in at all at this point, or is it too far gone?
2: Yeah, what what gives me some hope is that they're giving it its own direct style video, which leads me to believe that they have a yeah. good amount of stuff yeah. to yeah. showcase. If it was, if it was contained in this direct, it probably wouldn't have been too much. Will that bring people back? Gotta wait and see what they actually show beyond the roost and Brewster and stuff. But yeah. I'm optimistic purely because they are giving it its own spotlight, which leads me to believe that there is a fair amount of new content that's going to be added.
0: Yeah, but I still... It has been a while. I just feel like the moment's passed. If it had even been six months, I feel like I would have picked it up and played it for another 30 hours. But with this, I feel like I'm going to boot it up, weed the town, go to the roost, and shut it off. Like, we'll see what else they add. But that's just how I feel at this point. How about you, Zach?
1: Yeah, I I can't see myself... I don't think there's going to be any change to where this swaps to a game that I play regularly. I could see myself going back for maybe, like, a week, depending on how much content they add. I am a big fan of Brewster. He's one of my favorite characters, but he doesn't really add enough to warrant going back into this game. So, yeah, I guess it all hinges on what they add, but I don't see this becoming, like, a regular staple of a game that I play. But, I mean, you know... If they add enough stuff, I'll go back for maybe 10 more hours, 15 more hours. Who knows? I haven't seen my town, my villagers in a long time. They're probably a little worried.
2: No, I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're going to say the exact same thing that they said to you.
0: <laughs> they, like,
1: where you been?
0: They don't they, guilt yeah. you as hard as they did in the old Animal Crossing. They're much nicer. I appreciate nicer.
1: that. I feel really bad whenever <laughs> they're like, man, I thought you died. Like, I haven't seen you in
2: 362 months <laughs> yeah. or whatever yeah. when your uh, clock gets weird in the GameCube one. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah, so Animal Crossing update. Another announcement of a future announcement. We learned that October 5th, so that is less than two weeks away, the final, and they have made that very clear, the final Mr. Sakurai Presents is coming 7 a.m. Pacific time on October 5th to reveal the last character of Fighters Pass 2 for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and they say it will be the last presentation for the game. So this is it. It's, they have made it so you clear. Some
2: three years.
0: Three years.
2: Years is been great out. About. Wow. That's a yeah. long lifespan yeah. just for new content.
0: I'm I'm getting really sad. I was like legitimately nervous. I know a lot of people get nervous before Nintendo Directs because they're like hyped and want to know what it's going to be. But I I usually don't. But for this one I was like legitimately nervous because I'm just like dreading when this thing's going to end because it's been so fun. It's been just so much fun the last three years waiting to see who's going to get added. Even before that, since March of 2018, three and a half years we've been getting consistent character reveals like once every two or three months. And it's been glorious because there's so much fun and now it's ending. And it's just like, it's like Schrodinger's cat. Like right now, everyone ever is a possibility. And after 7 5 AM, when we see who it is next week, that's it. It's over. Every possibility disappears except one person. And that wasn't always the case before. It was always like, Oh, there's still two more. There's still one more, but now that's it. And it's it's kind of nerve wracking, honestly.
2: Surprised they didn't show it off in this trailer. Of all of all the ones to have as its own separate thing, I don't know. I feel like maybe they didn't want to have it take away from the other announcements that are in there. But
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was it's I was so interested with that too because I was like, it's either going to be today. Or it's going to be at the Game Awards in two and a half months.
2: Yeah, you'd think they'd make a bigger deal out of it instead of being like, "Go watch this other like the Sakurai Presents thing." Yeah, like they've already had that after the showcases. I don't know. You'd think they want to make it a bigger deal for the last one. Yeah. Rather than having to send people to a different thing, but because if you want to watch it, so
0: if you like close the direct with it today and then said the Sakurai Presents is in a week and a half, that's like what they usually do. The Sakurai yeah. Presents usually isn't until, like, two weeks later. So not as many people are going to tune into the Sakurai Presents as did to this Nintendo Direct. So I agree that it's weird that maybe they wanted to give it its entire own spotlight. Like, this is it. We're celebrating this game. Because basically this game's been in development for 10 years because it started with Smash 4, and Ultimate is an extremely retweaked Smash 4. So it's like maybe they want to, like close the book on 10 years of development with its huge own event but i still think it would have been cool if they announced who it was today
2: yeah gotta wait a little while longer
1: <laughs> we uh. this direct. We got two other directs yeah at least now <laughs> we day. know exactly when it's gonna happen yeah so i was nervous because i didn't know if it was gonna happen mm-hmm. but now going into it i think i'm gonna be less nervous because i know you got a date and a absolute. time absolutely it'd be yeah. funny if they didn't announce it they were just like just kidding but yeah, yeah we definitely know
0: yeah we'll see they say it's only one character my gut still says it's two i know that's asking for a lot my gut still says it's going to be someone and waluigi is like a free echo fighter to wario
1: that'd That'd be be cool be cool
0: with
1: that depending on who the other person was
0: (laughs) yeah i checked my switch log before i uh got on the show i have put 450 hours into smash ultimate
1: yeah that's that's my monster hunter world time
0: that's true (laughs)
1: let's go (laughs) yeah
0: so I'm I'm excited for that. We'll be talking about that a lot, I think, uh, in two weeks from now, two shows from now. That's the same day that Monkey Ball comes out. Is the day of the last Smash reveal. Oh
1: my god, that's gonna be it. What if it's II? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Only new one.
0: What if it's one of the that random could be losers? An extra five dollars. Oh my god. It's Ten dollars. If you want the other skins, pay five more dollars. That could happen.
2: What a day that's gonna
0: be. Yeah. So uh, those were two big announcements we're getting next month in October. But let's get back to the stuff that did happen today. Kirby and the Forgotten Land is a brand new 3D Kirby platformer. It was leaked earlier in the day, but we didn't know if it was 3D or not for sure. But it is, and we saw a two-minute trailer for this thing that was entirely gameplay, and it looks really good. Kevin, we were joking about the show. We had kind of the same reaction to this trailer as we were watching it.
2: Yeah, at the beginning just looks really empty there's like two enemies kirby's doing some very very simple platforming <laughs> yeah he's like there's this one point where
0: like good. it goes isometric and he's just like jumping on this like platform just like three times he's like you don't even need to jump but he's just jumping for no reason i'm like this looks like the emptiest game i've ever seen yeah
2: it looked bad and then it got good they showed more enemies on screen more interesting platforming sections the boss fights in 3d looked really interesting once the power-up showed up that Made it a lot more interesting to watch combat unfold and be like, okay, like, these bosses could be different depending on the on the power-up that you have. Yeah, it definitely got a lot better in the second half of that trailer. I was worried at the start. But yeah. it looks good. Kirby finally making that jump.
0: Kirby Air Ride Three is the years. only other time he's been <laughs> playable in 3D. Well, they had, like, the weird isometric, like, bonus games. Like, yeah. Triple Deluxe had, like, a weird 3D game that was very boring. Very basic. But, yeah, I thought this looked really cool. I am glad that Kirby's going to 3D. If you're a longtime Kirby fan, you remember in, like, 2004, there was supposed to be a Kirby 3D game on the GameCube. And there was, like, leaked screenshots of it. Official screenshots of it. And then it was canceled. And since for 17 years, I've wanted a 3D Kirby game. And now we're getting it. Zach, what would you think of this?
1: Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. Being a post-apocalyptic japan setting i thought that was weird i don't know a lot about the kirby franchise so i don't know if it's set in like the real world but i'm glad i mean platformers are okay that's what i dreamland dreamland yeah dreamland okay cool so this is a little weird i'm not sure what's going on there but yeah it looked i had the same feelings like it looked pretty barren right off the bat but it didn't Uh really pick it up near the end of the trailer um I am a big fan of the 3D platforming genre, so if I were ever to jump into the Kirby franchise, this might be a good time to do it.
0: Hey, was there a this? I just want to mention this before I forget. Was there a single mention of Shimagami Tensei Five in this direct? Yeah. I don't remember. Yes,
2: it was in a. I was, believe it was in a sizzle reel.
0: Okay. Was there a single mention of Advance Wars reboot camp? No. No. Why? It's like some, like Nintendo's pumping the heck out of Metroid, which they should, because yeah, they want they this game to ahead. sell. But why are they, they're, it's like they don't want Advance Wars to die, or to, to live again. They're like, it's dead, we're doing this to make the fans happy, but we're just going to prove to you it doesn't sell and never make another one. It's like, why was this not in there? It's like a focus on games releasing this winter. That's Advance Wars! It's coming out in December! And they just didn't even talk about it. I thought that was crazy that it wasn't there.
2: Yeah, Shimogami Tensei as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just in a sizzle reel of some kind or just, like, sandwiched in with some other games. Mm-hmm. When does that come out?
0: November? November 5th? Okay. Like, really early November. I think it's really early November. Yeah. Are you interested Coming in that up. game, Kevin? What? You interested in that game?
2: Uh, I've never played a Shimogami Tensei game. Uh, I've heard they're hard. Yeah. and I And I heard that the... I mean, I know it's a remake of an older game, but Nocturne was pretty brutal.
0: Yeah. yeah. So,
2: uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd probably be something. I wouldn't pick it up on launch, I don't think. But depending on uh, on, on reaction to it, might keep my mm-hmm. eye on it for later.
0: A, so, uh, another awesome game fun. that I had some brutal experiences with, Bayonetta. We finally saw Bayonetta 3 today. Uh, a big... Very
2: topical from last week's uh, news.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. And it is not the same voice actress, by the way. It is a different voice yeah. actress playing Bayonetta, I'm pretty sure, from what I was reading on Twitter beforehand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But people are already starting to present, like, timeline theories. They think this is actually a prequel to Bayonetta 1 and 2. But anyways, we don't really care about that. I thought the story in Bayonetta 1 was nonsensical. But Bayonetta 3 is coming in 2022. Nice to finally actually see this game, and I thought it looked really good. I thought just the action looked cool. The set pieces looked crazy. Like the, was it like a train, like on this path that was like creating itself in the air it just looked bonkers i bet people who have been waiting for this were pretty happy with the reveal today
2: yeah look looked good it looked like more bayonetta and it's after just not knowing where this game was and platinum just being like you know nintendo's gotta wait to show it it was nice to finally uh see it shown off uh seeing the dog I, is that that was an astral chain yeah uh-huh. i don't know if that's a platinum that, that is astral chain right yeah not, not just a platinum thing
0: i think it's just astral chain yeah uh, for a second i was
2: like this is, is this is bayonetta right and then i saw the dog I'm like is this astral chain <laughs> then it was bayonet. i'm like uh-huh. oh okay i was just getting whiplash going back and forth
0: uh-huh and then that yeah, looked like dante looks from like dmc at the end did anyone else think that I thought it looked like Dante, the little silhouette guy at the Which very guy? end of the trailer.
1: Featuring oh,
2: Dante from no. Devil
1: May Cry. I thought that was like Jean or whatever her name is.
0: Okay, was it? Okay.
1: Like, I, that's what I assumed. I don't know a whole lot about it cannot tell if it was a man or, or a woman. Was, I think it was a woman. Okay. Yeah, it did actually kind of look
0: like Dante. now that you said Yeah, it. I was like, are they crossing over? Like they've always wanted to, because that would be nuts. And if so, why didn't they make a big deal out of that? But also, it took a really long time for 2022 to show up on the screen, and I'm like, are they not giving a date right now? Are they are they not showing a window? But they did.
2: And then they had the scene where he like like it got slashed, and I'm like, are they changing that? Yeah. <laughs> and then it didn't. And I was like, yeah. okay, cool. You put 2022 into
0: nice. like, yep, yeah, 2028. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh, we also got another look at Splatoon 3. They revealed the single-player campaign, which looked a lot like the Octo expansion to me, which I've said is the best single-player Splatoon's ever been. Those single-player campaigns are more messed up than you'd think they would be based on like how cutesy Splatoon is, but they're pretty dark and twisted and apocalyptic. So I thought that looked cool. It was nice to see the game in action. And they also just said 2022 for that game as well. Kev, any thoughts on Splatoon?
2: probably not gonna be playing it on launch i got splatoon 2 <laughs> that's true but yeah looks good uh i i feel like i want to play through the story campaigns before i got into this are they all like connected to each other Pretty.
0: Um, return
1: of mammals which makes me think they are connected
0: I'm no really that's sure like that humans happens. they they've never been in it i think oh. it's like the return of humans is what they mean because splatoon takes okay. place in a far future earth after an environmental catastrophe because of like climate change and so I think that means that, and then these squids yeah. rose to be like the dominant species on the planet. Course, but I think obviously. that that means like humans are coming back is what I get Making from the name. Making a big return. Let's go Indeed. human race.
2: <laughs> all right, let's go. Yeah. Destroy the planet again.
0: Um, they're fairly connected. I mean, you can skip one since you don't have it and it's on Wii U. Um, but two, the Octo expansion and this one all look decently connected and they're good. They're all good. Yeah. So, yeah, the Splatoon 1 campaign was mediocre, but the 2 campaign and Octo Expansion are really fun. So, yeah, I love yeah. Splatoon.
2: Have I th- to go back and play the campaign, at least for Splatoon 2. I got partway through and then just stopped.
0: I still think it's a little weird that we are getting another Splatoon on the same console.
2: Yeah, I feel like that that's going to not necessarily turn some people off, but like me, for example, I've got Splatoon 2, and I'm just like, eh, is there going to be enough to yeah. warrant me going back for another round on the same console? I don't know. <laughs>
0: How about you Zach? Are you going to you going to give the Splatoon franchise a try with 3?
1: Um if it is going to be on Switch, I can't imagine I would start with 3. I'd probably start with 2 because I know we've been talking about wanting to you want you've wanted me to get into it in the past.
0: Um, yeah.
1: I did play a little bit, like a few rounds of Splatoon 1 on Wii U. Um, enjoyed the paint roller. I'm a big paint roller guy. Yeah, I mean, the series has always been on the back of my mind, definitely not the time to get into it right now because of how much is going on in terms of the yeah. amount of stuff to play, but if it if it ever slows down to uh, a slow Splatoon level, man, it's it coming out it would have to slow down pretty tremendously for me to pick up Splatoon, but it could happen.
0: I just, I wish Nintendo had something like a PS Plus free games, because what if like two months before Splatoon 3, they just said, hey, Splatoon 2 is free and then a ton of people be, try it, and then pick up Splatoon 3. the best
1: case scenario for me to play it. Like, if it was just handed to me on a silver platter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But they won't do that. I wonder how cheap Splatoon 2 will get after Splatoon 3 comes out. Like, is it just going to plummet in like, price, or is it going to be cynical, 50 bucks?
2: The cynical side of me says it won't. still won't drop below 40. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Or it'll, or it'll just get, like, fully discontinued. Like maybe the physical version getting yeah, discontinued and then the digital version still 60 or something yeah
0: yeah but i'm really excited i mean i'm a hardcore splatoon guy i've put like over 100 hours into both one and two so i'm super excited for three saw some of the same maps returning again i also saw a couple new maps some new special weapons were in there too like this guy like ziplining around on like basically using like a wire bug it looked like but of ink um so that was pretty cool so yeah that did look cool they just always add a ton of They're, new stuff
1: i don't know if this is a new feature but they were like painting like billboards and walls is that something you've been able to do yeah in but you they the don't
0: you don't score points for that um because it's a bird's oh, okay. eye view is all you score points so if you're painting a wall it's so you can swim up it yeah gotcha. but yeah splatoon 3 coming out next spring and that is uh a lot of what's coming in 2022 and man does anyone else just think twenty twenty two is like totally stacked for Switch, or is that just me? I think it's ridiculous how much stuff is coming out next year that Kirby, we already know. There's a lot of
2: a lot of big stuff, and you could assume that there's still a lot that we don't even know about yet.
0: Yeah, Hopefully. yeah, because you've got you've got Zelda, Mario and Rabbids two, Kirby, Pokemon Legends is coming out, yep. uh, Splatoon three, Splatoon, Bayonetta, Bayonetta three and, uh, now. Like Monster there's Sunrise Sunbreak. Yeah. Uh, there's so much coming to switch next year it's
1: factory five that's true Uh, it's it's that pushback from from 2020 triangle strategy we're talking about these later. that's another 2022 title there's a lot hit the point where it's all just coming to a head where everything that was coming out over the span of probably 2022 2021 that got delayed is just all coming out in
0: 2022 yeah yeah, because, I mean, I feel like Nintendo's fall is in a pretty good spot. I didn't feel like it was that light this year. Last year, it felt light. I think a lot of stuff got delayed last year when their big November game was Hyrule Warriors. But I didn't feel that way this year. I thought they'd already kind of caught up. So just to see everything that's coming out next year on Switch is crazy. And yeah, that's like the first half of the year. Breath of the Wild's probably the big fall game. But like the summer games next year and fall games, I still think there's a lot we don't even know. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a big year. But there's still more to talk about from this Direct. I think the biggest thing left to talk about is Nintendo Switch Online getting its annual update. So people go back and subscribe again. And this time, it's getting Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack. And I kind of feel like a big winner for this because I've been saying they were going to do this for years. They are going to charge more to get the next consoles. So they're adding Genesis games, which was a big surprise. I did not see yeah. Genesis where's coming Game at where's Game
2: Boy? All. Everyone was talking <laughs> yeah. N64 Weird. and Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance did not make an appearance. Yeah. Or Game Boy Color or whatever they were saying.
0: It was Game Boy. Just straight up Game Boy, Game Boy. <laughs> that we were hearing about. And we're also getting in Nintendo 64 games. Those are coming sometime next month. I don't think we know yet how much the expanded price is going to be. We do not. Don't. They said they were going to
1: announce that at a later
0: date. I'm going to say it. 30 a year nervous. i'm gonna say it's 10 more a year that's I my guess that yeah
1: Switch online is already so cheap
0: yeah. yeah i would probably throw 10 dollars at it to play some of these n64 games honestly on switch
1: that's um, a lot. i never had a 64 so this is my best opportunity to play all those games yeah and they I'm have more than happy to they
0: play. have local and online multiplayer which is really cool glad to see the online multiplayer like we can play like mario kart 64 online together that's super cool like, I want to do that. I want to play some of these things online. They're also uh, having a, a wireless controller for an N64 and Genesis for $49.99 each. I think
2: they're going to do the same thing with the NES controllers where you can plug along <laughs> the sides of the, of the console. No. And two N64 <laughs> controllers on either side.
0: Um, I think the weirdest part of all of this is that there's going to be an official Nintendo published Sega Genesis controller on store shelves.
1: Yeah, that's
2: weird genesis really caught me off guard yeah same sex on there
0: yeah but here's There's the all
2: these nintendo consoles that aren't that's there Albanian and then is just like is hey <laughs> put a whole console on there
0: it sucks Especially
2: because Sega always does their genesis collections too yeah so weird that they double dip
0: it sucks because i feel like we're so long away from gamecube i don't know if we're ever gonna get there and that's what i want but is gamecube the
2: end of the switch
0: i don't know Because they could still throw out Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. And like some Sega Dreamcast. (laughs) Or something like that. Like who knows. But yeah, just the the list of games here real quick. I'll, I'll run through them. At launch for N64. Super Mario 64. Mario Kart 64. Star Fox 64. Yoshi's Story. Ocarina of Time. Win back Covert Operations. Which is a deep cut. Uh, Dr. Mario 64, Sin and Punishment, and Mario Tennis 64. They also teased Banjo-Kazooie, Pokemon Snap, Majora's Mask, Kirby 64, Mario Golf, Paper Mario, that's a big one, and F-Zero X, which I'm excited about. Don't have to bust out my Wii U to play F-Zero X. And then, I'm not going to read the uh, Genesis games, because I don't think we care as much. But, I think that's a pretty solid starting lineup of N64 games.
2: I absolutely kinda, i groaned a little bit when i saw super mario 64 oh my gosh knowing that it's not available in the other collection uh, anymore yeah yeah
0: like, oh my god that that's was really weird they to
2: pull this because they wanted to do it as part of this and be like oh it's crazy yeah i can only get it through n64 but yeah decent starting collection and i appreciated that they showed off some of these other games paper mario shout out those original games do not get uh re-released all too often. Yeah. So uh nice to see them get some sort of love in the future.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm excited Banjo's a big deal coming back to a Nintendo console. Like that's on Rare Replay, it's on Xbox Game Pass. So to see that actually be on a Nintendo console again is pretty cool. I hope Banjo 2 is there yeah. too. Has outstanding multiplayer. But do you, you guys think that you'll bolts. pay more for this, Kevin? I know you never play the online games.
2: Yeah. Uh probably not, honestly. I saw that and I was like, I'm not going to maybe once they bring some of these other games like that they were showing off later like both of the zelda games yeah. uh, f-zero once they bring in like a full suite maybe i would think about paying the extra ten dollars but i for me and how i use that service i i can't it doesn't make any sense for me because i know i'll be paying extra ten dollars to not play these games yeah i still don't think i play them very often and some of these games yeah i don't have the ability to play them right now but like got Mario 64. I have Mario Kart 64 on my Wii on virtual console. Like I've got a way to play some of these other games. So me personally, probably not until the library gets greatly expanded with some of these games that I haven't played before, but for people who haven't played them and don't have another way to play it, it's great. And once paper Mario comes out, please play it (laughs) and see how those original RPG roots are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was lucky enough to grow up with an N64 in the house. So I've played most of these games. Um, So it's not super enticing for me. It's just, honestly, when they add F-Zero, that's the F-Zero I put the least amount of time into. So I would love to just be able to play that on my Switch. Because it's really good. It's a really good game. And like Pokemon Snap, I never played.
1: Oh yeah, I played a little bit of Pokemon Snap. That was the only one out of any of these that I've played other than mario 64 which i played this year for the first time so also where's smash Bros. come
0: on where is smash brothers like come on throw it on there
1: yeah right mm-hmm. but i was just talking to logan about how i wanted to play a star fox game and that 64 was the forerunner so that's exciting
0: that's kind of another weird thing expansion, about
2: expansion
1: is that kevin Are you gonna get it you're gonna get the expansion i'm depending on how much it costs probably I, I could see myself getting it, because like I said, I have not played any of these games for the most part. And mm-hmm. A couple of them, even on the starting lineup, like Mario Kart 64, Mario Tennis, and Star Fox 64, all kind of pique my interest.
0: Alright. It's interesting, though, because a lot of these games have been remade. Like, both Zelda games and Star Fox are all on 3DS, and they're better there, so I think yeah. that's kind of interesting. George's
1: Mask, that one too, that one caught me off guard. Like, are you going to play the worst version? was that... Version? Was that similar to the situation with the virtual console,
2: where the 3DS versions of those games had already come out, and then the virtual console got versions?
0: Or on Wii on U, Switch? yeah. 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 Yeah, so, I mean, there's I mean it's... There's precedent for that. I mean, so A lot of Switch owners probably don't have a 3DS. Like, the Switch has so outsold the 3DS at this point, so... Yeah, there's a chance that people yeah. can't go and play those. And some people do like the originals more. Like, there's actually a lot of people that think the remake of Majora's Mask is bad. So... Mm. Yeah, but a cool update there for Switch Online. I just want GameCube. GameCube games are so expensive, and I want to play them. It's the only, besides 3DS and Virtual Boy, it's the only Nintendo console that's never been on a virtual console. The Wii U had Wii games on its store, for crying out loud, and we couldn't get GameCube games. They skipped it. They had everything except GameCube on Wii U. Yeah. You,
2: I mean, you look at a lot of those GameCube games and it's just like, that's why Super Mario Sunshine was such a big deal. When it came out as part of the collection, those games just don't get yeah. re-released very often. A lot of those GameCube games have just been stuck on there mm-hmm. the last mm-hmm. 20 years. Absolutely. So that'd be, that'd be big to get those back at, so, at some point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of other stuff happened in this Direct. Um, I'll run through some and we can maybe talk about highlights because those are the big ones we're going to talk about. Mario Golf, getting some new courses, some new characters. Delta Rune Chapter 2 is out on Switch now. The Castlevania Advance Collection that was highly rumored is out today, so that's out right now. Mario Party Superstars, yes yeah. As we speak. Zach? Year of Castlevania. I'm probably
1: going to pick it up right away. Um, I can't imagine why I wouldn't, because I'd want to play all. I don't even know which games are on this collection. I think, yeah, the Curse of the Moon, or whatever it's called. Yeah, They're the good. ones that... Yeah, I don't think I'd be able to find them anywhere else, so I'd be probably just going to have it after the show. And nice. Play it at my own leisure. Yeah, cool. I'm making my way through the first collection. It's a lot of games. So many games. It is. And the, some of those older ones are not easy.
0: And I know that some of them were impossible to see on the old GBA screen. That was a big complaint about them at the time, so to be able to play them on a new console, I think, is going to be a lot better for those games. Sylvania Advance looks terrible. <laughs> it looks so bad yeah uh mario party yeah. superstars got a new trailer with its new stages that's coming out at the end of next month and knights of the old republic the original version is coming to switch yeah weird cool. yeah <laughs> yeah so uh yeah metroid big look project triangle strategy is now triangle strategy so they did the same thing as octopath traveler they just dropped the project and it's coming march triangle of next year i
2: don't know if it has the same ring as i don't
0: know yeah, i don't know <laughs> triangle, triangle strategy.
2: strategy yep yeah oh, well oh, well it looks pretty decent
0: yeah, so those those were the main highlights. Uh, anything that sticks out to you guys from this list that... You're a highlight of the Direct. Let's do highlights. Kevin?
2: Uh, I mean, anytime they show Rune Factory 5, even though it was for like two
1: seconds. <laughs> it was for like two seconds. Like, Coming I out March! In of yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm yeah. excited. Uh, yeah, Rune Factory 5, of course. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think other than that. Like Some of the... Some of the big games are nice. Uh, Act Razor, just because it has a, uh, a town building aspect. I've heard some things about that.
0: I've what? heard the remake is garbage. People are already playing it. I've heard it's terrible.
2: Okay, never mind. I've heard
0: it's so ugly to look at in motion that they, people are really disliking playing it.
2: Wow. Okay,
0: then, never mind. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, I think for me personally, it's probably Rune Factory, even though it just showed up for like mm. a second but um and Kirby would probably be yeah. my other highlight because I do like 3d platformers a lot yeah I feel like there's a lot of stuff in here that wasn't necessarily for me but still cool announcements
0: yeah how about you Zach I
1: think my biggest thing was obviously the way they kicked it off with Monster Rise Sunbreak I think that was a pretty cool now that we know what it's called and generally what it's going to look like aesthetically with the castle theme and the the new flagship monster, I think that's pretty good. And a couple other smaller things, like we talked about, Castlevania Collection, the Advanced Collection, definitely. Gonna pick that up, and then Deltarune's Chapter 1 and 2 coming to Switch, and PS4, which wasn't in the thing, but that it's also coming to PS4 today, so... Yeah, some of those today drops I was a big fan of.
0: Yeah, I think Kirby was mine. I just... It it just fulfilled that dream I've had since I was a kid of 3D Kirby. So I'm excited to see if it's any good. And then Splatoon 3, like... Nothing blew me away in that trailer, but just to see it again and be reminded that's coming next year. I'm excited for that. Now let's get to the biggest uh, what-the-heck thing from this direct. So Miyamoto comes out on stage, and he's like, Oh, hi, I'm working on the Mario movie, and we can't show it to you yet. It's coming in 2022, but here's a look at the cast. And oh my gosh, this cast is like a fever dream. It's unbelievable. So, just to kick things off, you've got Chris Pratt as Mario.
2: How? What is that? I really
0: thought it was a joke.
2: I think Chris Pratt is one of the last people I would think to be yeah. Uh, Mario?
0: Yeah. So, that's bizarre. And apparently, Mario is going to talk a lot in this thing. So, Chris Pratt's so. going to be talking a lot. Chris I'm Pratt. you
1: think paying Chris Pratt a lot of money to be in it.
0: You've got. Uh, I'll run through the rest of these. Anya Taylor Joy as Peach, Charlie Day as yeah. Luigi, Jack yeah, Black yeah. as Bowser. <laughs>
1: he's great. I don't really get him as a Bowser. Yeah.
0: Keegan a Michael Kong, Key to as Toad, which that is, is unreal. Is Keegan-Michael Keegan Michael Key and he's like really,
2: really like guttural like could do it. Yeah. noises?
0: Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. That one I like. <laughs> I'm a fan of that. I
2: don't, I don't understand. I could. See that one a little
0: bit. Yeah. You really can't. And then you've got uh you've got Fred Armson as cranky kong Kevin Michael Richardson as kamik which is like uh, is Kamic a boy or a girl? I don't know to I'm this. Day. I, always <laughs> I always thought kamik was a female. Then you've got Sebastian <laughs> Maniscallo I don't know who that is. I might have butchered that name. As Spike, which is Zach's boy from Mario Tennis Aces. Yeah, it was
1: good to see some Spike representation, although I don't know who the voice actor is.
0: And then Charles Martinet is going to have surprise cameos. And that is the voice is he of just Mario. just going
1: to take over course. Mario's lines for like a second from Chris Pratt. <laughs> He's going to do all the, the sound effects for
0: Mario. So, 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 Jack Black as Bowser, I think, is hilarious. And I think that Seth Rogen is DK. I'm a fan of that one. But Chris Pratt as Mario is like, I don't even know what that is. And do an Italian accent. What's that even going to oh, sound God. like? like i i and can't even picture that yeah Good. it's uh, it's unreal
2: right. also see charlie day as luigi again like the italian thing doesn't really work but in terms of like their mannerisms and how like you know like Luigi's kind of like eh, mm-hmm. he's like scaredy or something yeah. uh-huh. skittish charlie day kind of plays that A live action
1: luigi sure I don't know if um, his voice is on, on the money for that one, but we'll find out. What is Chris Pratt if Charlie Day isn't? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what what is, Charlie Day yeah. is probably as close as they came. So I'm a big fan of... Well, Andy I just Taylor look at George it and I'm feet. like, you know,
2: you have Charles Martinet, who can voice half the cast already. Yeah. Exactly. Just pay this man a lot of money. <laughs> but we have to get the star power. If you can't put on the poster that Chris Pratt is Mario, no one's going to go and see this movie.
0: Yeah, it's... yeah. It's going to be so weird. To me, like, this is this set the internet on fire. Like, people lost their minds over this. And I was, yeah, I was in a group. I was in a, a Google call of, like, ten people just losing their minds during this announcement. Like, Chris Pratt, it was, like, just stunned silence. Like, what, what even is this announcement right now? It's such a super serious headshot in,
1: like, yeah. black and white. Of- <laughs> and it's,
0: like, Chris Pratt like- as mario Mario. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Like, what? laughs> uh. yeah, it's unreal so i am just morbidly curious about this movie now and it's apparently coming out next year okay end of the end, of next, end year. of next year yeah
2: i think the internet described it best as this looks like a, a, a meme post of what the cast would be but it's real
0: yeah
2: this isn't a meme this is actually what it's gonna be
0: but that is a 40-minute breakdown of the 40-minute Nintendo Direct. There you go. Yeah.
1: Ooh, right on time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ooh. Yeah. Mario movie. Oh, God. I'm excited. What is that going to be? <laughs> There's a despicable me.
0: Uh-huh. And yeah. I like Despicable Disney me. Begins.
2: I like the, the first movie. movie. Yeah. I remember uh, much of the second. Never saw after that.
0: Dude, the whole trilogy is actually really solid. I watched them all last fall in like one day. I,
2: they're
0: it's really a good. good. One, I don't think. Yeah, they're good.
2: Now they're working on this.
0: Should we talk about a uh, new game, Kev?
1: Yeah, we can. Zach, how's Deathloop? Oh, God, I it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really loving it so far. So anyways... Logan, you're playing Deathloop. I Jack's am. dying over here.
2: Uh, first, what made you decide to pick it up? What was, what was the call on getting Deathloop before Zack? Uh, yeah,
0: Yeah. so uh, last week we promised you Can a Bridge of Spirits impressions. Instead, we're bringing you Deathloop impressions. Uh, because I decided to, to change, I kind of switched horses on which I was going to pick up at launch, uh, just because the Deathloop review sounded so intriguing for things I like, um. Time loops most specifically. I am obsessed with time loops in fiction. I love movies, TV shows, games that deal with them. So I was just super intrigued by this one. Because it just does a lot of really cool things with it. And unlike Returnal, which is so difficult and brutal that I've not been able to finish it. Did you you ever go back to that? I tried. I have not been they still haven't had the safe feature. I don't know if they're ever going to. So I want to. i when I have like like a weekend where I'm doing nothing, I might just want to hop back into that game. But Death Loop is not a roguelike, which is what really kind of sold me on it. It is a time loop where you have to start over each day and repeat the same day over and over. But it is not a roguelike, and that is just super. That's that's yeah, that's what sold me. So I'm still only in the first loop because it is really neat how it works. These four different time periods that ta- that the loop takes place, and you've got morning, noon, afternoon, and night. And time only passes when you leave the area to go explore a different area. And there's four areas on the island. And you can take as much time as you want in each area and time won't pass. So it's not like Majora's Mask where there's a bunch of pressure on you to explore and go to the next area. Once you enter an area, you're basically saying, I'm spending the morning here and the morning will last as long as you want it to. So that is super cool. I really like how it's that time loop but with no pressure. I am playing with objective markers off... Because I read that that's how you should play this game... Because otherwise it just tells you everywhere to go... And if you turn off the objective marks, markers... It makes it more of a mystery solving game... Which has been super cool to just like... Oh go find this building... And then you actually have to search the area for it... And use landmarks to find your way... I'm really enjoying doing that too... The gunplay is super cool... It's super interesting so far... Especially with the dual sense, Like you fire a shot from like a pistol and out of the speaker of the dual sense it plays a little sound effect of like the casing hitting the ground and like rattling and it's just like super cool every gun feels different with the trigger so far i've used like six different guns to this point it's really fast once you get into combat and there's no stealth required like there is in dishonored which was always a big turn off of dishonored so yeah, I'm really into it so far. It also looks gorgeous. The story is super interesting so far. The banter between Colt and Juliana is really good. She's always calling you on the phone and making and making fun of you. So yeah, I'm into it. Um, I've heard it only takes like nine hours to beat. So it's apparently pretty short, but then you can like keep trying to perfect your loop or go and do the multiplayer where you play as Juliana and invade someone else's game. I haven't gotten far enough to unlock that feature yet, but no, it's super cool. And I got it at Walmart for fifty dollars because they sell their. Ooh. So it was nice to get a new PS5 game for forty nine ninety nine instead of $60? So yeah, oh. yeah, because it's not published by Sony. Ah. Uh, yeah.
2: Or Activision or something. Yeah. 2K.
0: Yeah, but no, it's it's super good so far. Um, first person shooters are not my favorite genre, but I wanted to give this one wanted to give this one a try just because I heard so many good things about it over the last week.
2: Okay. What about Kena?
0: Yeah, the reviews. uh,
2: Decide to flip
0: flop. Well, Eastward is very much a Zelda-like, and so is Kena. And I've been playing a ridiculous amount of Eastward, and Mm. just from some of the reviews I read about Kena, I'm like, I don't think it's going to be scratch the Zelda itch in the way I want it to. I think I might walk away a little underwhelmed, a little underwhelmed from it. So I decided to pass on it for now. It's also getting a physical version in November. So maybe oh, yeah. if I do want to pick it up, I could do that instead.
2: Physical mm. version. Yeah. So Zach, are you gonna be uh, playing Logan's copy?
1: Definitely. Uh, if I am playing his copy, I'll also be playing his PlayStation Five. So, so we'll see. <laughs> I think I might sneak into his apartment one night and just <laughs> while he's sleeping. Beat the game. Beat <laughs> the game. Is, no, sure. Eight hours, hours while he sleeps. Go, go, go. <laughs> exactly. Probably wake up. I'll have an hour left, and then I'll be. I'll have to get out of there. But we'll see. I am I am dying to play it. I am literally dying to play it. But I I do not have a PS5, and I do not see them go in stock very often. So, who knows? Maybe I'll wait a year to play it on Xbox. That's probably not the case. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll find a way to play it. I'll 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 bum someone's copy. I'll bum someone's PlayStation. It's a lot <laughs> but I'm of glad to right know. There. I'm I'm glad to know that Logan's enjoying it. Um, yeah, it's so cool. I figured you would. Yeah. It from everything I've seen, it looks amazing. I haven't heard a lot of complaints. One of the things I have heard is the AI is a bit easy, but for a game... That's
0: okay for resets, me! <laughs> exactly,
1: yeah. Much appreciated. In a, in a game where if you die, I think you get two mulligans, and then if you die every yes. time the day resets. Um, So in a game like that with an island full of AI, you would want them to be a little easier, so it's not an impossible game to complete.
0: But what's really nice is that there's... So if you collect guns or perks, basically, you can equip perks to either cult or to your weapon. Uh, If you get those perks and you die in that area, you lose them. But if you grab those perks and then leave the area, your game saves. So every time time advances through the four stages of the day, the game saves. So even if you die and the day restarts before you complete the day, you get everything from every time period you completed up to that point. So that's a really nice way too, is that if you're on your last life, and you got like a really, really good gun or a really good perk, because there's different tiers, it's like gray... The colors are confusing. It's like gray is the worst. Blue is second worst. Then purple is second best. And then gold is the best. So it's like, yeah. It's
1: the same as like Borderlands, It's I think. weird.
0: It's weird colors. Uh, gray, blue, purple, gold. I think. I'm not 100% I think sure. that's
1: almost exactly the same as Borderlands. That's weird. <laughs> I
0: think. But uh, yeah, you, think could, you could you could make the yeah. call to leave the area if you're on your last life and say, hey, I want to preserve what I've gotten on this day. I don't want to lose it. And just... Come back the next day for whatever you're looking for. So, it's pretty cool. And yeah, the story's already really trippy. And unraveling what happened is super interesting. And the style is just really cool. I was showing that Zack the Box, before the show, it's just like presented like a, like a 60s movie. Like a classic James Bond movie. And it just feels that way, too. Like, when the gunfights start, this really cool jazz music is what plays during the gunfights. And then it stops when there's no more enemies in the area. And... Yeah, I just really love the style of the UI and everything. It's just super stylish. It's really cool. Game of the Year 2021. Game of the Year? Not my Game of the Year. My Game of the Year is set in stone (laughs) (laughs) forever. Is it? Oh, my God. What is it?
1: Zach's retroactive Game of the Year. What's your Game of the
0: Year? Great Ace Attorney 2 Resolve.
1: So that's not even... I didn't come out this year.
0: Yes, it did. It didn't. Yes, it It did. That's dumb. In the
1: West, please.
0: That's, That's ridiculous. Game.
1: You're dumb. You don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. Sleep game of the year. Zach, just salty. You can't play it. Yeah. I am salty. It's my game of the year. I haven't even played it. <laughs>
0: Anyone played this year?
2: Very sad.
1: All right.
0: Do
2: we want to get into the other just little bits of news that we have? Just uh some other random tidbits of news before we get into what we've been playing?
0: Yeah, what do we, got, we got, Kevin? We got
2: done. Well, we talked last week about uh, Destroy All Humans 2, the, the trailer getting leaked by <laughs> yeah. Sony, and we were wondering, you know, oh, when did they want to actually show this? Apparently, it was pretty soon after that, because THU yeah. Nordic did a 10th anniversary stream, which included uh, Destroy All Humans 2, reprobed a new SpongeBob game, and then a whole host of other, uh, of other stuff. But I think the two biggest ones, at least for, for this group, would be, at least for me, Destroy All Humans 2, reprobed, And uh, Spongebob, the Cosmic Shake, which you didn't see too much about. One thing I'll say about Destroy All Humans 2, I wonder if it's next-gen only or current-gen now. Because the trailer only listed PS5 and uh, series, S and X, I guess. And the Amazon listing went live today, and it was also just for PS5 and Xbox series. Oh. So
0: interesting they, you know maybe
2: that'll change as we go along destroy it you know like a third party game like that I'm, i'd be kind of surprised if they wouldn't want to double dip especially yeah with the consoles being hard to come by but i guess we also uh you know don't know when this thing comes is coming out so maybe it's coming out later next year and they're hoping that you know they can have more consoles in stock but what did you guys think of, uh, of anything that you saw
1: from from this showcase
2: i thought
0: it was cool to see exactly. a new spongebob game yeah
1: even though yeah, we didn't really about... see anything of yeah, the game. Yeah, there was like nothing there. <laughs> didn't watch the presentation. I haven't seen the trailer for uh, Destroy All Humans 2 Reprobe, but I did watch the trailer for Cosmic Shake. It does look like it's in the style of uh, bikini, b- for bikini Bottom Rehydrated, um, which that's style. I, yeah. yeah, I like it a lot. Um, I thought the game played super well, so hopefully it's in that same engine. And, and yeah, it's been... I hope it harks back to those error of uh spongebob games like battle for bikini bottom the movie game and it seems like it's trying to because it, all the it didn't show any gameplay but all the cutscenes it showed were from some of those older episodes like the bubble bowl uh i don't remember any of the other episodes that they showed but yeah it was trying to, trying to you know, evoke some sort of nostalgia for this um so i'm actually probably gonna play it if it's trying to do that, considering I really enjoyed Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated, even though my game was a little broken.
2: Yeah, hopefully your, the trophies or whatever, achievements, aren't broken. will never platinum. Yeah. I will never platinum Battle for Bikini Bottom.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm looking I, forward I'm to seeing actual gameplay mistake, of yeah. that. I have to assume that it's in the same style as Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated, because they just made that game. And you'd assume they want to use engine, the same stuff yeah. that they made for whatever this turns out to be. But we don't know yet. They haven't shown it off. Logan, any thoughts from you?
0: Yeah, I thought, just for Destroy All Humans specifically, I thought that um, it looked like a PS5 game from that leaked trailer that we saw. Like, when it was posted on the PlayStation Twitter, I'm like, man, that looks next-gen to me. Is this coming to both? And apparently it isn't, like we were saying. So I do think it's interesting. But any other generation, you wouldn't think it was weird that it wasn't coming to both because we're entering the second full year of these things. Um, So uh, it's, it's about to be time. I think 2022 is going to be the year where you see the shift. I think that we held on for like about a year longer than usual in terms of support for both. But like we're seeing Sony start to do it with um, like what's coming next year that's exclusive or like the, the Spider-Man game they announced and the Wolverine yeah. game they announced are only PS5. I just feel like next year's the last year of that and some are yeah. already starting to move.
2: I guess for for Destroy All Humans, you think that it's it's the third parties that make it last longer. Like specifically, mm-hmm. I think back to Ubisoft a lot of the time. Like I remember like the Far Cry games. Far Cry 4 specifically had the had cross gen games like that and it's usually the third parties that try and get both both generations in there to maximize the amount that they can sell so it's kind of surprising that we're going to be getting ps4 and ps5 cross-gen games from playstation next year but not this but if that means that this game looks a lot better then i'm for it yeah any thoughts on the cosmic shake
0: not really no i never finished battle for bikini bottom rehydrated i did not think it was great (laughs) so So yeah
1: so much nostalgia. Did you you didn't? Did you play it as a kid?
0: No, so I had no nostalgia yeah, so for he, it. He wrote
1: that nostalgia all the way to the end.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. love SpongeBob though. Nostalgia for me on that.
1: Absolutely, I'm excited for Nicktoons All Star Brawl. <laughs> Is that what's called?
0: Nickelodeon All Star Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon
1: All Star Brawl. It's yeah. not Nicktoons. I could put Drake and Josh in there. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Please, just, I've been watching Drake just and Josh.
1: Josh. No Drake.
0: I've had just Drake and Josh, Josh while I've been working this week. And I still remember, yeah, like, every line of every episode. It's crazy how much comes back to you when you watch a show and you're like, man. I know. It's really weird. Yeah.
1: Especially
2: shows you watched as a kid. That stuff gets seared into your brain. Yeah, absolutely. From, like, the amount of times that you would watch it as a kid. Like, specific episodes and stuff. Uh, the one other news story we have, a uh, PS4 update came out alongside a PS5 update. There's a couple of things with this. Apparently, it's been bricking some people's consoles, which oh my God. isn't good. Um, but also apparently it fixes that CMOS battery problem that we were talking about a while back that the concern was that when the battery dies and you can't replace it, then the console can't register to the servers and won't allow you to play both digital or physical PS4 games. But now with this update, that is seemingly solved.
0: That's great. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's much to add here. It's just really good that they did fix that because that was going to be a big problem.
2: Yeah, and I was kind of worried. Like, I I was wondering if Sony would actually care about it. You know, it's one of those things where it's nice that they did, but I could have also seen them just be like, "Well, just upgrade to the PS Five or something." I appreciated that they actually took the time to fix that problem and ensured that. uh, Besides, if if the update doesn't brick your console first, hopefully that's not a very widespread problem. uh, The battery won't brick your console in the years down the line. So, yeah, good that uh, that Sony addressed that in uh, the latest update for the PS4. And that's all that we have for news. I'm going to toss it over to Zach for what we've been playing this
1: week. I'll do it for the news this week. We had a lot to talk about, but we'll move on to even more. Uh, We've played a lot this week. I know I haven't. I'm sure Kevin has. He loves Xenoblade. Are you still playing Xenoblade? It's done. All right, never mind. It's done. Tell us about Xenoblade.
2: Future Connected is finished. I went back and did one other, like, uh, more storyline quest in the base game so as of now I'm basically done with the original Xenoblade Chronicles I enjoyed my time with Future Connected I like the new ideas that it that it brought to the table I like the new map that it had um, I kind of wish the story used some more of the main cast uh, it's basically just Shulk and Melia and then a couple of other new characters in so it's basically just Melia's story Rex um, Rex is not in it. No, I Love did Rex. not see Rex in it at all. <laughs> um, but the, I, I did appreciate that it that it basically wrapped up Melia's story, and, and you saw some of the characters at the very end. Um, yeah, it was a good time. It's a nice little capper on the rest of the game, and I appreciated that it was added because they could have just as easily brought Xenoblade Chronicles to Switch and not added anything new. So for them to add a new ten to fifteen hour uh, side campaign, yeah. With with a decent story to to wrap up some of the characters' storylines, it was quite nice.
0: So. I'm surprised we didn't see yeah. Xenoblade Three today. I thought yeah, that was going to yeah. be there. That was That'd one of your predictions.
2: Yeah, it's been heavily rumored for a while now. Yeah,
0: was not there. Maybe it's
2: one of the games that that'll be coming in the second half of 2022 that we don't know yet.
0: Yeah, did Xenoblade Two come out? 2017. 2017
2: into oh, the year. Okay, it didn't mm-hmm. feel like that long ago, but alright been out for a while it's part I of
0: repeating so. 2017 and 2022
2: <laughs> yeah for real though yeah. Great
1: five-year cycle yep
2: uh and then other than that playing great ace attorney as of Let's today go. uh lost judgment yeah. is out um oh. so my plan is to finish the final case of the great ace attorney the first game then go to lost judgment play that and then go be able to come to back and start game. up the second game of the great ace attorney after lost judgment is done. But, yeah. I'm I'm still enjoying my time with Gradius Attorney. Cases aren't, like, super blowing me away, but I like the cast of characters. And, you know, you can start to see some of the, like, seeds being sown for uh for an overarching storyline that I'm sure gets ramped up in the second game. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's a good time. Nice. And that's
1: <laughs> all I've been playing. All right. Logan, Eastward. Lots
0: and lots of Eastward. I... Having a rough experience since I'm guiding it. I'm not a fan of guiding games. It just slows you down so much. And I'm very torn on this game. It's one of the chattiest games I've ever played. They never stop talking. But sometimes for guide purposes, I don't mind it. Because it's like, sweet, this half hour of gameplay, I don't have to write anything. Because you're just watching it, and that's really nice. Um, but the story is good. There's just so much of it. And then the gameplay is pretty simple and pretty mediocre, honestly. Like, they try to have these Zelda-like dungeons, but, like, Zach, you've played some 2D Zeldas. You've played A Link to the Past. Those dungeons are really good. There's multiple paths you can go. You can have, like, three keys in your pocket at one time and not know where to go with them, and it's this puzzle you're solving. In Eastward, every dungeon is extremely linear, and it's more like you're moving from room to room, and each room has a self-contained puzzle, which is fine, but then the puzzles aren't that hard. And so it's just like... It's it's kind of mind-numbing a little bit. Going, in, going into these dungeons. To the point where I actually prefer the like slice-of-life things that happen outside of the dungeons. Because I do think the story's good. I think that the, the art is awesome and the music is great. But just the gameplay. I'm just really tired of it at this point. And I do also have to collect everything and look at every corner and try to find everything. Since I'm trying to write a guide that has everything in it. But... I, I'm thinking is this, even if I was just playing it normally, I think the gameplay is boring. I think that the dungeons are just not complex. And it's honestly a problem with so many of these games that try to be like Zelda is that none of them are very good because none of them have the dungeon design down. And that's what makes it or breaks it. And just the the dungeons are just not good. So I just, I don't know if I recommend it at this point. I think I need to see how the story wraps up to know if I would recommend that people play this because it is a really gorgeous game with some really nice characters but it just doesn't have the gameplay to support it. And at the end of the day, gameplay is more important to me than story is. So yeah, that's how I feel about it.
1: Story all the way.
0: Story all the way? Hey, gameplay. I don't care. <laughs> Watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You
2: know, some games, it's kind of like you are. That's true. A little bit.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm also, the game crashes sometimes, which is really annoying, but it has nice oh. auto-saves, which is good. Okay. So... Okay. Also playing more WarioWare. I forgot to put that on our sheet, but I'm always playing WarioWare. And I still love it. I think it's my number two game this year already. I'm really in love with it. Um, I did more of the, the the new weekly challenges. I've been getting into some Twitter competitions with some people that I that I used to write within Nintendo Wire. And we're competing back and forth trying to top each other's scores, which is a really good time because we're both in like the top 4% in the world trying to just get these impossibly high scores in the WarioWare challenges. And so that's just a really really good time. I think I'm going to play WarioWare every week until they stop adding new challenges. One of the achievements you have to get is like play 100 Wario challenges. And there's only one a week. So you got to play for 2 years to get that achievement.
2: Every week? Yeah, oh every week God. for 2
0: years to get that achievement. Which is crazy. Do you and not gonna the stop challenge?
1: doing
0: those? I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to stop doing Does it them.
1: count does replaying the challenge count because i know if you you can go in and attempt the challenge no
0: it's like get it's like get a medal in 100 wario challenges and you get the medal at the end of the week so it's like yeah it's ridiculous crazy yeah but it's super fun to like i i look forward to like i think it's tuesday nights is when the shift happens so it's like i know tuesday night i can check out the new wario so yeah it's it's a great game it's my favorite WarioWare for sure at this point which is awesome. I didn't expect yeah. that.
1: I've played with you. I've absolutely loved, and I've also I've never played a Warrior so So it's my introduction to the series, and it's just been a an amazing time, especially with just the local co op with the the mini yeah. the mini games, repeating like the one where you have to prove that you you did the most in each in each micro. I love that one. Absolutely fantastic. So always a lot of fun playing Warrior. Is that it? I, that's probably a lot for you. You put a lot of time in Eastward.
0: Yep, Deathloop, Eastward, Wario. No.
1: That's that's more that's than we can ask for.
0: Yeah.
1: As for me, I've been trucking on with the couple games I've been. I'm I've I've run out of time. I cannot play Judgment on launch. I failed my mission of beating. What's this. in the way? Oh, uh, Trials and Tribulations for Ace Attorney, Life is Strange, True Colors. Those were the two I wanted to get finished. I've barely touched Ace Attorney. I just finished uh, episode three of Life is Strange True Colors. I'm still really enjoying it. I like it a lot so far. I like it more the second one, and I think I like it more than the first one too, but I really, it hasn't wrapped up yet, so I don't really know as a whole how good it is. The pacing of the story seems really weird because I feel like I just did three episodes and not a whole lot has happened, Mm -hmm. so I don't know if they're going to cram a lot of story into the last couple episodes because the entirety of episode three, which is one of my favorite Life of Strange episodes that I've ever played, There's really nothing to do with the main story for the the vast majority of it. It's like some main stories happening in the background go and do this entirely separate thing. Weird. Which was still a really fun thing and really cool. Um, It just seemed seemed a bit out of place. But I really like the way that it visualizes her powers because the first couple games, the powers were just kind of like you know, they'd happen and you could see them happening, but it wasn't really visually that entertaining. Like, the way that it, they visualize her empathy is that when someone's feeling really powerful emotion and she absorbs that feeling, you can see how they see the world through that emotion. So when someone feeling a lot of joy they were just—they were doing like a LARP, a live action role play and someone who was doing it was feeling so much joy from it that when she absorbed that joy she actually saw it as a fantasy world like that she was seeing through their eyes so they've, they've taken a lot of great opportunities to actually visualize her power to make this game cool. look interesting so I'm really happy about that and the, the hour is a lot less of a driver for the story like it was in the second game like the second game was based entirely around trying to control his power and the power affecting what they do this the power takes much more of a backseat in this game and the story is like a separate thing that the power just gradually helps on the side so like that a lot so i'm really enjoying it so far hopefully i'll have it finished uh so i can have some final impressions by next week and then so wrap up trials and tribulations and then get right into judgment because i'm very excited to play that on my series s
0: I love I you guys both trying to wrap up Ace Attorney so you can play Judgment. It just warms my heart. <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> it's it's a weird play time. Play. Yeah. <laughs> and then if other than that... I've lost
2: Judgment. Um, we'll go for it. According to, to some reports, uh, PS4 to PS5 save transfer seems to be a thing that exists. God. It's awesome. Or, yeah. Which, after the it's debacle weird. that was Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, if that is true, especially for me as someone who is playing it on PS4 and depending on... Uh, events that happen if a ps5 comes into my possession at some point uh that that save feature will be quite nice yeah but yeah yeah
1: for me playing it on series s it's not gonna matter you don't even have to worry about it
2: just xbox making it
1: simple i just have to worry about fitting it into my 500 gigabytes which is mostly halo right now
0: speaking of real quick i'm in the halo beta test this weekend so i'll be talking about halo infinite next week
1: it's exciting. Nice. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna play Halo Infinite without me.
0: Just How the multiplayer.
1: You? No story. <laughs> the one thing that I care about. They
0: don't wanna show that story okay. to anyone. No. It doesn't <sighs> exist.
2: Not zach you got genshin impact on
0: here yeah
1: i was just gonna say that i've been making my way through the story of genshin impact which is actually not not terrible i've actually been enjoying it so far it's divided by different cities in the world so they can keep adding new cities and the stories within it so i've done the first two places and based off of europe and one based off of china are both very interesting um so liking that so far still haven't been sucked in by the gotcha i haven't yeah, I was going to ask, you weren't.
2: haven't spent any money I've
1: yet? Not spent, I've not spent any money. It's actually a very lenient uh, gotcha system where you can earn, if you just play, you earn the currencies to wish for characters and items and stuff like that. So it's not crazy, selfish, forcing you to pay money. A lot of people don't even pay money. But yeah, this, this game's got a lot of content. It is a very, very, very large game in terms of the map in terms of just content that you can do so having paid zero dollars this is a lot of game to get um it's actually a lot of fun so i'm enjoying it so far
2: send a message it. if uh if you've spent any money we'll, we'll be there for the interview yeah right yep. away. i need that i'm gonna need that immediately <laughs> i spent two dollars
1: uh, no don't even yep. let me spend nope, two dollars nope. we gotta we gotta come a gateway
2: get you out of there yeah <laughs> that it for you this week zach i think so all right well we were gonna do an ode to video game movies We're over an hour 10 so we should probably wrap it up yeah here. maybe maybe we'll come back to that when the sonic movie comes out or when there's mario movie uncharted comes out. We can see how we got a lot of uh yeah we got we got chances movies coming out so yeah once those come out we can see how they stack up against the past video game movies that we've all seen uh including uh, Logan, who's apparently seen the Assassin's Creed movie, and I want to hear his thoughts. I have. That was probably the biggest surprise I've heard in quite some time.
0: I did see the Michael Fassbender Assassin's Assassin's Creed film.
2: My God. So look forward to that whenever whenever these these video game movies are coming out next year. We'll probably have a discussion on other video game movies that we've seen in the past. But for this week's show, that is going to be it. Probably any final thoughts from you guys before we wrap up?
0: Only two more shows until Monkey Ball. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm
2: looking excited forward to it. that.
0: Yeah, That's me gonna
2: too. That's
0: going to be so good. Judgment. Yeah. I'm excited to talk Judgment next week. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fun.
2: Yeah, we'll have a have a comparison on performance, PS4 to PS5.
0: Yeah. To Series S. Series, and Series S.
2: And then whenever Zach gets to it, he'll have Series S that he's playing it on. Might yeah.
0: be a week
1: and just stop playing. Attorney, no, <laughs> <Life is> attorney. <laughs> so no, how, how strong
2: the pull is of lost, Journey. exactly. That will be that will tell you if you need to get on it right away or if you've got some time, yeah. But that is going to do it for us on this week's episode of Oda Games. We're here on Thursdays or Fridays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, other podcast streaming services that you may use. Audio versions up on odogames.com as well. Video version on YouTube at o2games so you can check that out there. We're on Twitter at O2Games, Twitch, O2Games as well. You can send an email to odegamescast at gmail.com. For Logan and Zach, I'm Kevin. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week.